0: after the throwback union power radio
1: fresh new music
2: to you, baby, baby, yeah. that's what you gonna call me when i'm no applause
0: tune in 24-7, union power radio nice
3: You are now in tune with the boss of the business, the What The
0: Heck Show, on unionpowerradio.com.
4: Hello, welcome all Teamsters from Local 804 and Teamsters listening across the country. I'm your host, Tony Rosario, and you're listening to the What The Heck Show. It is August 23rd, Sunday, and we have a great show for you here today. We are in our brother Carl Moriali's house, all the way from Long Island. We are also have as uh, our co-host here, Jamie Hogan. Hey, what's up, what's up? <laughs> oh my God, what the hell is that? Is that, is that going to be your new thing now?
0: That's it, that's it. <laughs> what's
3: up?
4: Array! And there he is, the Big Bad Wolf from Brush Array! Avenue. Hector Fortis is in the building, as usual. Array! What's up, what's up? All right, and joining us as one of call Morreale's guests, our brother, our fellow Irishman here, Mr. Joe Doherty. How's it going, Joe? Top
5: of the morning to everybody.
4: Top of the morning. Top of the morning to you, Joe. My bye.
5: <laughs>
4: As you can see, we're having a lot of fun to start the day off. We got a, we got a special guest caller calling in later on, uh, Mr. Juan Campos, running for vice president at large. Uh, but before he calls in... We're gonna go over a few topics here with the boys. Uh, so, Carl Morially and uh, Joe Doherty. Well, oh, well, well, actually, we want to talk about. Uh, we got a couple of uh, condolences that we want to give out to a Sean Hennessy at local 250.
0: No, no? Out, of, out, of this, out of the 1050 facility. I'm not sure which facility that is. The 1050 but facility. he passed. Away, so we're just sending our condolences to him and his family. And I believe there was another member who, who our, lost someone.
6: Brother, our our twenty-two-four brother, David Yu, lost his father.
4: Okay. So our condolences, I, uh, you know, for all those members who, in the past couple of weeks, have lost a loved one, or, you know, or have someone, you know, we offer our condolences for anyone who's going through a tough time, and, and you know, even still with the COVID, losing people due to the COVID nineteen. And as, as you know, sometimes it gets tough out there. Everybody's uh, trying to deal with it the best they can. We're living in weird times where people are walking around with masks. And you can only go to certain places to eat. And the gyms are closed. And, but um, we're pushing forward as a group, as a people. And, uh, you know, our hearts and thoughts go out to all your families, to everybody who's dealing with something and going through a tough time right now. all right so Carl morial moriali is that correct yes sir so how's it going uh how you how have you been
6: i've been good i've been uh i've been out on comp since uh june 5th i had an injury on the job and you know healing up going to physical therapy and i'll be back sooner rather than later i guess are you
4: getting a lot of calls from the management team
6: um i've had a couple of attempted calls but you know sometimes my phone doesn't work and It may go to voicemail.
4: (laughs) That happens. Yeah. Uh, Have you got any of those discharge letters, five-day... Those
0: drop letters. Drop
4: letters? No.
6: No? No drop letters. Just, uh, I'm assuming that my manager would only call me to see how I'm doing, not necessarily to see when I'm coming back to work. He wouldn't
0: want to do that. No, right? Well, being being that you brought up the drop letters, you got to make sure that if you do get one, you respond back to it. You know, contact your shop steward and the company or manager or the supervisor and you know don't just throw it in the garbage like some people No, and absolutely then the next thing you know we have we have a situation so make sure you respond to it well, I've, you immediately
6: I've had a lot of help from uh, my shop steward Danny cross uh, my business agent, Scott them um, Stu Goldstein has been amazing through that this whole thing uh, Joe DePersia Persia with the with the transamerica and unim insurance he's been great so I really haven't had many issues
4: Wow! Yeah, you you yeah, did it. You did it the right way.
6: Yeah, call, call everybody. You know what they say at the union meetings is true. If as long as you stay on top of everything and you call all the necessary people, everything goes pretty smooth.
4: All right, um, that gives an excellent segue to uh, a, a situation where a driver apparently had an unreported. Uh, we all know, and we've spoken about this many times, Jamie, I, Hector and uh, at other members' homes about people that go and have accidents and don't report them right away. And we're not talking about... This is where it gets tricky and some people get confused because we're not talking about just having an accident in the street and calling in the accident. That's, that's like a given, right? Absolutely. All right, so there's a, a couple of situations that take place sometimes where people make mistakes. And um, we had a driver a couple of years back We had a driver a couple of years back. He's uh, one of my shop stewards at Forster Avenue. His name is Juan Acosta, a lot of people know Juan. And um, he had, while he was working, he had hit a sign on a particular uh, building. And when he spoke to the workers inside and let them know everything that happened, um, they told him, don't worry about it. They said, you know, it's no big deal, but he still reported it to his management, you know, and, and it went on from there. What happened was though a, a month later that particular company had moved out and the owners of the facility came in, and when they saw the damage, they wanted to know right away how it had happened, and then all of a sudden the company's getting a bill to fix whatever uh, property was damaged, and they're like, "Well, wait a minute, was this reported? What had happened?" And then you know they try to discharge our member, of course, one of the one of the many times they try to come after our buddy Juan. And, um, you know, obviously he beat it. He was, he, it, it went through what the channels it had to go through. But I want people out there that have been in that particular situation to understand no matter what, report the incident. Even if the workers inside the facility say, oh, don't worry about it. It's no big deal. So what? That's enough for you to say, okay, but you should still go report it to your steward. Just and you should still, away. And, that's right. And still report it to the management. If they said that's fine, that's fine. You just make sure that your management team, and your steward know what happened because god forbid a month or two down the road bosses change or the company moves out and another and the owners of the property come this these are the things that happen and that that's where it can get a little confusing so no matter what the incident is just reported it's that simple
0: that's it just a phone call away call it call your supervisor or manager also call your shop steward so that way your shop steward knows of the situation and they keeping records and just in case if it comes up later, it's recorded. You have nothing to worry about from there. Well, I
6: had, I had, an- I'm
2: sorry to cut you off, yeah, James. You gotta put the mic up. Yeah. Yeah,
6: it just. I actually had an instance where, um, you know, I, somebody hit me head on and the guy was talking to me and he's like, listen, it's worry about it, whatever. And I mean, I, I have to, I have, I have to call it in. I have to let the Absolutely. people who own the vehicle, my, the vehicle that I'm driving, the people who own the vehicle that I'm driving need to know what's going on with their vehicle. So, when I get into an accident, even though the person who hit me told me that it's okay, I still have to report it because I don't own the truck that I drive. I borrow it for the day, for the week, and i if somebody borrowed my car, I would want to know if somebody got into an accident in my car. So I have to notify the, the company that owns the vehicle what happened with their vehicle.
4: Absolutely. Absolutely. You do, you do. There's no way around that. Anybody who's listening or, or if you could spread the word to somebody who's not listening, make sure that no matter what happens, whether you're hit front end and somebody says it's okay, don't worry about it or... Or you hit a sign and the, the, the people inside say, oh, it's no big deal. No, 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 no. It's not about it being a big deal. Please make sure that you <laughs> notify your management team and your steward. To Cover g- your butt. Take okay.
0: listen, you,
2: listen, all you have to do is report everything that is not movable. So if you hit a garbage can, report it. You have to <laughs> report it because, like I said in the last uh, show, that they you have to report everything that you hit only because of the fact that if you have a house a house owner and he loves his garbage cans and he paid a lot of money for his garbage cans and there you go, you hit it, you say, it's only a fucking garbage can, the owner's going to be pissed off and he's going to report it. You're, you didn't report it. The, the owner's going to report it and you're going to be caught out there with not reporting an accident.
5: And, and not only that, but, but if it's... If you report it, you're protecting yourself because anything left on the street... A basketball hoop, uh, a garbage can. It's not your fault. It's on the street. So New York State law says if it's not on your property, it's not your fault. So if it's a basketball hoop, if it's a garbage can, just call your shop steward. Just call call somebody to say you hit it. You, it's not necessarily going to get you in trouble. You know I would I mean? rather
2: them call they send they manage the supervisors the manager, first yes. and then call the shop steward second. You know, but make sure you do call the shop steward just to for he could have. Hey, of what's going
5: on? Hey, guess, call, guess call what? everybody involved.
0: Guess what? I ran over a plastic bottle the other day. I called it in because I didn't know if that was somebody's five-cent refund. What could I say, man? <laughs> Seeing what I like to do That's a I, joke. That's a joke. I, I, <laughs> I like
3: to, I like to take a lot of pictures, and I even like to give, I like to give myself
6: a little summary of what happened. That's a great idea. Just so I—you know, because even if you're asked about this four months, five, six months down the road— you can refer back to your own notes and it helps you recall what you did that day and what you could have possibly done differently, I guess. but
4: yeah. And in, in, there's certain parts of the country where it, it can be a real issue. Like, let's say you're delivering to a farm and the guy has got be, uh, uh, corn stalks and you just so happen to run over a couple of heads of corn, you know, that's considered in some places agricultural assault. And that is, you know, that is punishable by going to jail you can do time. So, you want to report everything that happens no matter what. You hit some some guy's corn on a farm, you let everybody know what happened. Because and another thing, we had a situation with a particular uh, with a particular incident where where uh you guys have to understand telematics is in place it's been in place for some time now and they can pretty much tell everything that you're doing from your bulkhead door opening to driving around with your seatbelt off and everything and a, a, a couple of months ago or I'm not sure exactly how long ago or around the local there's
2: been drivers who putting, cares? putting their seatbelt on I, I don't care about telematics to tell you the truth because when the, they used to pull guys in for telematics and I was like and it's in our contract. They cannot discipline you for any GPS or technology. Or, or technology,
4: right? But they, have to, visually, wearing, but they now, have to visually. But now, if you're not wearing your seatbelts, it's an issue. Because why? Because, because you have to have your. Seat so belt the system on. is
0: 100. percent No, so now, Absolutely. so now, and that's given them an idea to come out and watch you.
2: Exactly. You know What I mean. So now you're, you're now opening, you're not wearing it. Yes. You're opening
0: the doors. Yes. So why open the doors when you're supposed to wear your seatbelt? Yes. Put the seatbelt on. State law, lot, you
2: have to wear a seatbelt. Right, but
0: a lot of people. They like to, they have these clickers. They like to, as they're walking up to the truck, they like to start the truck. And how did that and work di- for them? And Not very well. Not very well.
5: <laughs> and does it say discipline or it says you cannot be discharged due to telematics? Because discipline, they can discipline you on it. The union can refuse it. But it says dis. They, you can't it, be discharged. They,
0: they can't discipline you You can't solely discipline
2: solely on GPS and right. telematics. But
4: like what Jamie was saying is once they see it in their system, what they're going to do is follow they're you. Gonna you gonna and they're going to see it. you doing it. It's going to happen. Yeah. Because you're doing it constantly. And then uh, some people give the bad habit to a guy I, that's training with them. I don't
2: get it, though. If, you, if you're if you being warned by your shop steward that they are watching the, what you're doing, fix it. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: You, you, fix you, it. You'll be surprised, man. I know. You'll be surprised. It, I mean, it is. It's, it's, <laughs> I, it, I try to it, explain it this to people. Look, this is what they're looking at. Stop doing this. Put the seatbelt on. Stop sitting on a seatbelt. Meaning, sitting on a seatbelt is when you have the seatbelt on. You'll just have the, the the part that goes across your chest, and then when you get when you get out to deliver, you just put it over your back, and actually, it's actually still clicked in as you're sitting in that seat, and you're making deliveries all day without coming out of the seatbelt, according to them. So now they they come out and they watch you. And they see that. You and
2: have, you it, actually have and to seatbelt clicked And in. to get caught with your pants down is not a good feeling. And
5: why? You're getting paid to <laughs> put not. that seatbelt on and off. Why are you going to do that?
2: And you're not really saving
6: time. I yeah. mean, I don't know why guys feel... Like we get paid by the hour.
4: The
2: the whole three seconds that it takes you to put your
6: seatbelt on, it's not that serious.
2: Hour. Yeah, you're going to yeah. get home three seconds earlier?
6: Okay. And, I, and I actually had the opportunity to watch telematics and... They can tell when we take our seatbelt off. They can tell when we put it on. They can tell when the bulkhead door opens. They can tell when it's closed. They can tell what gear you're in. They can tell all of that. They can tell when
4: you pull over and you left the truck on and you ran out of the vehicle.
6: Right. So if you're you're scanning a package, deliver front door, how are you at the front door when you haven't taken your seatbelt off yet? I mean, these are questions that we shouldn't even want to bring up and and have to
0: answer. Well, that that I'm glad you brought that up because now that brings me into falsifying records. Mm. I'm good if at you're this transition not, stuff, Jamie. <laughs> if you're not at the stop, you should not be attempting that package. If the supervisor or management team tells you to attempt the package on 98th Street and you're on 94th Street, you need to let that shop steward know and also write it down. Who told you what time and why? Because later on, if that supervisor and manager is not there, the next manager or supervisor is going to bring you in the office and ask you about these these stops. Why did you sheet them up? And if you have no idea or you don't even remember, come on. That's why I tell well, I, everybody I have- to get a book, put it in your locker, write your notes, or use your phone. You have a notes or a memo on your phone, put it in your phone.
4: a lot of people think just the steward should have a notebook and no yeah it's important for the steward to obviously have a notebook but as a member you should have your own notebook you should jot down everything that goes down just in case and you're not going to remember everything word for word so it's always good to have that written down and everybody has a cell phone now you can go into the memos notes you have so many options now that you could write the stuff down just so that you remember it whatever it is that happened in the day uh, you have an accident, an incident, what time it happened. Uh, you got a phone call coming?
2: I have John Palmer calling. Me. I, I think he's calling me a little bit too early. He, he don't come into the show to September 6th, but let's, let's. I guess, listen. I somebody. actually would he like
4: to speak to him because he gave an answer. Hello? He's, that's what he's calling about. Hey, uh, is this
2: happening? Yes, we're on the air right now. What's you, up, John? You are on the air, John Palmer,
4: with on the What The Heck Show with Tony Rosario, your host, Jamie Haynes, and Hector Fortis.
7: I just wanted to check in with you guys. I, I, well, Jamie asked a question and, and got off the call earlier. I just wanted to make it absolutely clear uh, that, and I know it's a change of subject a little bit, but uh, uh, based on what you're on, that we uh, absolutely support Black Lives Matter. Uh, it's a no-brainer. It's uh, part of my history as as a person that grew up in the military, served in the military, and and live in a city, frankly, that is about 25% Anglo and, you know, 75% uh, um, um, Hispanic. I feel like we don't have enough, uh, we don't, we don't create enough opportunities for, for people of color, minorities, and women in our union. And we, there has to be a a commitment, a dedication to doing that. So, so Jamie, I, I, I know you got a little, little dead air there for a minute, but. Uh, I absolutely, absolutely support Black Lives Matter, and I will will stand side by side, hand in hand with with all my brothers and sisters. Can you let everybody right.
0: know who you are, John, and what slate you're running on? So they will know.
7: The LG slate, and and there was a previous call that we had had. Um, I uh, Jamie asked a question. He got off the call. Uh, I did answer it on the call, but um, I, I will tell you, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not a Native American. I was, I was born in France. My mother's French, um, so I, I, you know, my take on things is, is a lot different. I, I count being um, uh, serving in the military and living in the military as a blessing. It, it created a, I, what I believe to be a little different attitude. What, what's definitely wrong with our country, so i'm pretty adamant about this i know it's a change of subject but uh it's something that 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 i absolutely will not dance around and um i i think it's time that people wait to wait flip I'm, up i'm
0: just... I'm actually happy that you called in because yeah, i actually I'm, I'm, didn't hear your answer on there yeah we
2: didn't hear your answer but the, the 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 funny part about it that uh dave levine uh interfered and said you know this is something for the radio show. I mean, is this something for the radio show to talk about Black Lives Matter, or is it? Uh- it was a conference call about the volunteers of TDU and the see United. So I don't. What's the radio show has to do with a question that was asked by a member? Well,
4: yeah, we do no. appreciate you giving the answer, Mr. Palmer. Though, well, uh, yeah, to- we... t-
2: totally
0: appreciate it. Totally.
7: Well, look, man, I, I I I appreciate you guys, and and we have we have a. You know, we have a huge amount of of, of battles ahead of ourselves. Uh, To me, that was a very simple answer. I can't speak to the other folks. And I know Sean and and Fred personally and and Juan who, who, you know, and and many of the rest of the members of the Slate are are in that same place that I'm in. And uh, we've got, you know, we've got to win an election and then we've got to transform a union. Because frankly, for a white man to sit here and pontificate uh, about the rights of others, of, particularly women and people of color and and run as a white man I, I, I feel somewhat uh, hypocritical believe it or not uh, but but you know I'm gonna stand there and I'm gonna shout from the mountaintop and I I just I, I just want to make that absolutely clear oh man I I, I totally appreciate
2: that. yes you wow.
0: and and listen to this folks he didn't have to call in no he did
2: not (laughs) Yeah, he's actually actually calling early because uh, John Palmer will be on the radio on September 6th he at the What The Heck show and we're going to be asking a lot of questions to John Palmer John Palmer has been a good friend of mine and uh, he, uh, he, he tells it as it is so uh He's, he's a little bit early, but he's going to be here on September 6th on the What The Heck Show, here on Union Power Radio. Thank you so
4: much, John. We yeah, appreciate definitely. you calling in and letting us know about that question that Jamie asked. You're a stand-up yeah, stand uh, guy.
0: Definitely stand-up. Salute hey, you. Brother, thank
7: you for what you're doing. Wow. I, I'm, I'm in gratitude to y'all. Believe me, the members the members make this thing happen. Y'all have a great day, okay? Yes, oh, sir.
4: Wow. Too. Yes, sir. Wow. That was,
6: that was nice.
4: That was very nice. If I may say, it's never the
6: wrong ta- the wrong time to say Black Lives Matter. Oh, oh. Wow, that was that was that was
0: awesome. I don't know what to say. I, I just I just got, 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 got listen
2: <laughs> listen. Palmer John Palmer is a, a hell of a guy and a hell of a straight up guy. I just didn't like when uh Miss uh Dave Levine from TDU came on the mic. And said, you know, this is something for the radio show. This is not something for the radio show. This is something that we all have to live with right. and we all have to express our feelings. Black lives do matter. And that's the point. If you ask the question, join that conference call, just answer the goddamn question. Right. You want us to vote for Teamsters United. Teamsters United should be on both sides of the field. Right. You know what I'm saying you don't have to have John Palmer call us at the radio show just to answer that question. That you could have answered that question when they were all on the, on on that on that conference call. Right. And he did though. John
4: well, Palmer. John did. Palmer
0: apparently he answered it on there, but yeah. I wasn't on the. We wasn't on. We wasn't on the call. Still listening to it. Um, well, we had a disconnect,
4: I, I, so we could help finish setting up here, right. but. But um, but yeah. I received the message that so did
0: he, I. he um he did answer it, so that was very nice of him for answering on there. And then he obviously knew that I didn't, I wasn't there Chan- listening. Tran- the call. what is it?
4: Trans America?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Transparency. 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 That's all it is, man. That's what That's you got to be, you know. If someone asks a question, you know that conference call I was listening to it, whatever. I have my opinions on it. Well, you have it. to give your kudos I have to my that, I have my Palmer opinions that, on it, too. on people that were on that call, that flip-flop, flipping flop, 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 flip, and flip-flip, flip-flip, flip-flops. flip 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 And I don't like that. I don't like that you – You, you got to yeah, get one of those Yeah, I'm going to get one of those buttons that says flip-flopper. But, you know, you had guys there that didn't give a – that just turned their backs on Teamsters United, and all of a sudden they're talking like, let's you – know, whatever. Uh, I don't uh, like that shit.
3: Well, and I'm just, well, there, <laughs> I'm just being real. Well, I'm just being real.
4: I, I, you know. Well, listen. That's. I think at the end of the day, when it comes to elections, that's. There's always going to be a case of people that flip and flop, and trying to find out where their footing is. Or, it's, I, I don't. I get where you're coming I, from. Dude. Heck, I get where you're coming from. I mean, but I do. You're agree never going you. you to be able to See,
2: the thing is that I. I that, and I always say this to you. I wish. You in the campaign trail with me and others Jonah Lane, uh, Rosie When we were in the campaign trail And we was fucking fighting and fighting And with our boots on the ground and, and, and making the vote no All this shit that we did And we had people that were You know with us And then all of a sudden This flip flopping started happening Everybody started turning their backs And this and that And now you hear them Now they're supposed to be a voice to the Teamsters United Because they where were they? Afterwards, whatever. That's my opinion.
4: <laughs> All right. Well. Well. The, also, the 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 TDU call today was basically a group of people that are volunteers and and helping with the cause as far as helping Oz, you know, with the signatures and the petition drives and and there was a lot there going on. I, I mean, Juan Campo spoke for a few minutes there and he said some pretty powerful things and I can't wait till he calls later so we could uh, have some questions on on some of the stuff and ask him about the BLM movement. And stuff like that but you know I I feel like those calls are kind of important you are gonna have your flip-floppers or whatever the case is like Hector says but at the end of the day there's over a hundred or two hundred or I don't even know if it was 300 people listening in and not everybody's you know uh, a flip flopper you do have some good people there and and I feel like this is an important movement going forward this uh, this Oz movement this this, uh, listen we can't have another shitty international This has been going on for almost 20 years, if not over 20 years of Hoffa and how long he's been in power and trying to keep the people in power. And we need a change. And I I feel truly that Oz is the ticket.
0: Well, I, I just think it's not I think everybody focuses on Hoffa. I think we need to focus more on ourselves as far as getting involved. If we get involved, if we vote, we can make things happen.
2: That's
4: true.
0: The problem is, is that nobody votes.
2: Opportunity.
0: You know, well. there we go. You're, you're 100% right. Opportunity. Because you have this right. one
2: woman in, named Bernadette from 202, I believe. her. Is. She, at the, com- at the conference, was yelling and screaming out loud, out of her lungs, saying why are we having an election we're wasting money why just leave half of there Why we? and guess what she's in the viagra and mickey mouse slate
3: <laughs> viagra. now
2: she's running for uh, vice president at large she's hitting all our i was i wish we were okay with that we don't care she's getting signatures she's hitting all the ups uh uh facilities in the new york state in the local 804 area and, you know, so what? Go get your signatures. Everybody should sign everyone's signatures. You should sign Vimers, uh Viagra, you could sign O'Brien, you could sign Ken Moore, you could sign uh, Christopher. What's his name, Christopher? Silver. Silver. By the way, it's Christopher Silver. I haven't had a guy to date yet, but he will be here on the What The Heck show live talking that's to gonna us. Be, and gonna awesome. he's going to be uh, running for independent. So uh he's uh he will be, he'll be live I just got to get a date for him but he uh, also he definitely confirmed that he will be on the what the heck show here on Union Power Radio. Uh so but the, everybody's jumping the band everybody's jumping it's, listen Viagra and Mickey Mouse slate is is a half a slate. It's definitely a half a slate. John O'Brien got some halfers in in his slate, you know, but he don't have as much hate <laughs> that Viagra and uh and Mickey Mouse has so
6: I'm just not hearing a lot from these people though, like the only time I hear about the Viarmo or Viagra or whatever slate whatever slate is is from this show well they were they not... were at my I know they were at my, my well, Why,
0: thank you,
4: Carl. Thing. I'm glad someone is listening. <laughs>
6: No, no, I told you privately, and I, I'll say it publicly, I get a lot of my information going on around the country and around the local from this show. <laughs>
0: nice. Well, I don't want to change gears, but I know. I, I don't mean to change gears, but you were speaking about. Well, you're changing gears, Jamie. Yeah, you're changing right. gears. Are you, you shifting were, it to second or third? You were speaking about the Zoom call or Zoom right. meeting. Right, right. I think within a local, yeah. each building should do their own separate Zoom call or Zoom meeting versus a parking lot meeting. You can't really have a parking lot meeting anymore or whatever kind of meeting you were having because you have to social distance or the COVID-19 thing. So you should do a Zoom meeting to keep people informed at least once a month. It's a great idea. Keep people informed, and you know that. Say twice a month, or twice whatever. I mean, it should be done, dude. This I think I, ha-
2: can... I have enough looking at you just on one every other <laughs> two weeks. You think I want to look at you in Zoom? <laughs> well, Which,
0: well, he doesn't we're show talking up about, every about every week, the. Week,
4: we're so talking about really the members in the oh, building. Okay. If you're a you're business right, agent right, wants right. to join the Zoom meeting, that's great. But we're talking about just the stewards and the members from the building, From that particular building, like Four Avenue. So,
0: once you just set it up. Well, well, I'm throwing it out to other people so that that way they will know too. So, you know, yeah. it's something something to help them keep other mem- members informed. Because we do have like phone. WhatsApp chats. Yeah. Everybody has their own chat
4: rooms and right. stuff. But I agree that sometimes just speaking to a member, right? Where you can see the person speaking, right. and I, I, that helps. And also,
0: and also that would be good for the new members that are coming to trainees. You can have a Zoom meeting for them once a month or once a week because. You want to help them deliver properly or work properly because a lot of them might not be getting the proper instructions or might not follow the proper instructions so now you can correct them you know they can have ask you as many questions even though we're doing the mentoring you know we can still have everybody together and do it on a zoom you know it, it only take a half an hour an hour mm-hmm.
5: yeah, in my opinion trained the proper way, right unfortunately They're, um we had uh we had a, uh, a little station meeting the other day, and one of the one of the trainees said, "What does close between twelve and one and after five mean?" Right. Because the supervisor told me that to she did commercial uh, piece, close residential after five. Because they, the people coming in right now don't know what that means. Close between twelve and one and after five, so, and don't know what a saver is. So with that, they have no idea that. what a See saver that? is.
0: So now that if if that person passes probation, that could possibly come up. Mm-hmm. within nine months that why did you do that and like, i'm quite yeah. sure that person didn't write it down who told them when and no. what no because they're not
5: been trained right they're just literally the past four months has been about just getting the job done get out about and run. get out that's, and that's and, why and, i
0: tell the trainees take notes someone told you to tell you to do something you do it you have to do it you got to follow instructions write it down yep write the date mm-hmm. who told you or put it in your phone because it's gonna come. I always say it's gonna come up later. I know y'all get tired of hearing it. It's gonna come up later. Yeah,
5: the problem is right now we've had so many people make book. It's probably more that we've had. We have more people make a book now than we have in I want to say the last three years. We have more twenty two fours because they're worried about October. They're worried about covering Saturday. Listen, through, and that's Saturday and, Sunday and that's
2: where work. the hard part is going to come in with the shop stewards mm-hmm. and the BAs because they are throwing these guys out into the wolves. Yep. To the wolves and uh <laughs> I, have
0: to put but I i think it's, it's going well <laughs> but I'm we have as senses, as man.
2: as members as 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 us as members and been through it we need to grab these 22-4s and we need to educate them uh how not to do shortcuts
3: that's uh, what I was
6: gonna say. I was gonna cut you off. You don't necessarily have to be a business. agent. You don't agent. cut off the
3: big bad wolf.
0: I'm whoa, sorry. Whoa. It's okay. It's okay. First day over here. First day. Oh, man. <laughs> but you don't
6: necessarily have to be a business agent or a shop nope. steward or a to talk to a new member. You see a new face, welcome him, say hello or her. Welcome them, say hello. You know, ask them what they've been dealing with for the past couple of weeks. You know, how's the job working for you when you first start out. You know, we all remember our first day, our first week, our first month. It was hell. So as experienced members, why not reach out to a new member or a potential new member and educate them as best as we can with the experiences that we've gone through? Stop waiting for the shop steward. They got a lot of people to worry about. You got to, we're all members in the center. We all have to look out for each other.
0: One one thing I can say, and I'm going to only speak about Forsterville or Ocean Hill, whatever you want to call it, Forster Village. I think we're doing a good job and I think the trainees I think we <laughs> You
4: mean the runners of Forsterville?
0: Yeah. Is that a training the, tra- the trainees we have some good trainees.
4: Are you uh, teaching I mean, them must, not to put gas for the company yeah, in the yeah, truck? You yeah. oh. <laughs> yeah. took a stab, you took a stab. <laughs> wow. Our our trainees so have been
0: I mean, we have some great some great Some great trainees, and I think we're doing a good job. The safety committee, you have Stokes, you have Gonzalez, you have me, you have um, Williams. We go out and we speak to these guys. You know, Eddie Gonzalez, he runs the mentoring program. He speaks to them. I mean, every day, 15 days a week, he speaks to them. (laughs) All right. Listen,
4: we get it. It's important to speak to the members. Don't cut me off. Listen, listen, we have to talk about education (laughs) here, right? Uh, An important post was just put up about uh, a a, a guy by the name of Robert Panchami. Uh, Vinnie Perone also uh, spoke on it. Uh, It is that time where they go into the united way they're they're looking to do the united way it's very important for you guys to look on your upsers.com because you can opt in and out now instead of having to sign because i guess the the class action lawsuit is really
2: eating away at the companies you know i caught a supervisor one morning when i went uh, to a building around two thirty in the morning and uh i saw a supervisor with all those uh Teamsters not, uh, not teams, not, I United, not Teamsters United, United Way, Way uh, slips and going to each individual and I'm watching him. Oh, he was soliciting. And he's telling, he's telling them, you must sign here. And I went right up to him and I listened and, and I turned around and I said to the, to the part-timer, I said, uh, you don't have to sign that and you don't have to give anything. He took his pile and went back to his office. So if I wasn't there... That's what he was going to do. And these guys were going to give him a dollar to United Way. You don't have to give anything to United Way. And the the reason I don't like giving to United Way is because you guys – the 90 with guys that's been here for a long time that at the 97 strike when the union asked United Way to donate water, whatever, right. anything, right. and they, they, don't, they, didn't they didn't donate do shit. They didn't do nothing for so us. So, why we, why were you going to give to United mm-hmm. Way if they're not going to help you guys out, you know, help us out yeah. if we with go all to the a money strike, that we put out of here?
5: Yep. And let's talk about who's on the uh, board of directors at United Way. Oh, Who boy. is it? Who is it? I don't oh, know. Oh, it's the DM from Uniondale. There's a, on a certain the board DM. of directors There's a certain from DM, United Way. So he's getting something from it, and he's pushing it in the building. So why are you going to give to that? Why why also,
6: and by the
2: way, if the members don't give, the supervisors have to that give. That was
6: mm-hmm. going to be my next statement. So, I believe that yeah. whatever a manager can get from the members, right. if he can't make up his quota, let's just right. call it, he has to foot. He has it. to give that or or she has to give from their bonuses yes. or yep. Their salary. Yes, they it probably wasn't the right time. For I, if everyone my was to manager, stick together
2: and let yeah. this United not pay this United Way thing, I guarantee you, you'll be a lot of supervisor managers will be upset.
6: Well, yeah. the CEO from United Way makes a pretty
5: good, uh, pretty good salary. 000,
6: right? $300,000. Oh, I saw a, a bigger number
5: than really? that, but who knows? Google lies sometimes. Uh, maybe the center manager shouldn't have put me on a 72 before he handed me the form. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Would he
4: had had a better shot of getting you to sign,
3: Joe?
6: <laughs> and let's be very clear. They don't have a problem uh, with ghost signings. Uh, you know, they don't have a problem signing people's names to papers that they never received or never handed back. So, just be aware of your check come January. Make That's sure. called theft. Yes. That's yes, called it, it, It's called wage
2: wavers theft, right? Wage, wage. theft. Wage. 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 Excuse my, I'm not my English is not very good looking. <laughs> 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 let's let's read cuz well, well. cuz Vinnie Peron puts it so
4: eloquently. I love I love when he puts up these posts about stuff like this. He puts uh, Robert Patchman He's put up an excellent post. Again. He said the United Way is a broker for a charitable contributions. We know it takes more effort to find a good charity. UPS not only makes it easy, they make it so easy, they cheat and steal. The United Way takes a large percent of all your donations. We all have company in court right now with a settlement in the works. The company admitted dishonesty. Sounds familiar? It's simple.
0: guy sounds like he's on a soap opera.
4: There are plenty of worthy charities that transfer almost 100% of your donation. Shriners Hospital, St. Jude's, Guide Dog Vet Foundation, St. Mary's Children's Hospital, right here in Queens. Do not let them bully you into donating to the sham. If you see donations you didn't authorize, tell your stewards MBA immediately. Because the scumbags might be on the hook for 2022. Solidarity. Thank you, Mr. Perron. see these are are the kind a
0: kind of, post- of fucking <laughs> assholes. Well, can, can we, we, we spoke about that a lot. Um. We also whoa, have whoa, whoa, wow! <laughs> wow. Jamie's <laughs> trying to keep the show try, going. I'm trying to keep I it Trying to yeah. keep it going. Is- we only got an hour.
6: This is <laughs> not going
2: to be the what the heck show anymore. It's going to be the <laughs> Jamie show,
0: <laughs> the hard-hitting <laughs> <laughs> question show. we in that with we- the hot seat. We spoke <laughs> <laughs> <The> hot <seat>. <laughs> <laughs> We spoke about that donation, and now we got to speak about another donation. Um, with Jim Warner about the golf outing.
4: Right, <laughs> September twelfth is the golf outing. You have till the first. To get your information in, please call Scott D'Amone at the hall. So you can either get your team together, or if you just want to come, uh, talk to Scott. He'll help you out with whatever you need. Also, uh, uh, Jamie, if you don't mind, what is you it? Gotta, Jim Werner and Joe Warner. Tedeschi at Holiday Financial.
0: You got to fill out the expense expense worksheet. Fill it out, send it back through the email, so that way they can donate twenty five dollars to the to the Joe to the Doc D'Amone scholarship fund. For each member that fills it out and sends it back, they will donate $25. So come on, we should have been on been did that. It's been a couple of weeks now. Yes. So if you haven't, even if you're a new trainee, you can fill it out too. I got to admit, I'm Give guilty. You the information. I have
4: not filled out the expense worksheet. Unbelievable. Yet. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it this week. I'm still on vacation. I'm putting up a fence. I'm killing myself out in the backyard, but
0: it it's going to be worth it in the it end. It takes less than 5 minutes to do that. Come I on. know.
4: You're so right. You're so right. Um, but listen, Everybody, let's all get involved. Everybody should make that phone call, get involved, and uh, get that donation going. And uh, also, if you're gonna have a golf team and you got you got that that Tiger Woods skill ready to go, and you want to take it to the golf course, show, show these guys <laughs> what you're made of. Hook it up, man. Hook it up. Get get down there and uh, speak to Scott Damon at the hall and get involved.
0: All right. I drink when I so, so we, we have a we have a holiday coming up which is Labor Day. And this is mainly what do this is pertaining to the Tuesday through Saturday dr- workers. Labor Day. Being that Labor Day falls on a Monday, you're entitled to another day off or an extra day off. And the, the local wants you to either pick a Tuesday or a Saturday, so you can have a three-day weekend. So you need to get with your shop steward, and you know, work something out. Whereas, what well, they should. The manager and the shop steward should be working that out now. If they, if they're not, get get together with your shop steward and pick your day. Saturday, 12th, the golf outing. That's what you want off. <laughs> so yeah, there it goes. <laughs> well, let me, so let me we, ask you. We are 20
2: minutes into. Uh, to uh, uh, Juan Campos be calling in to the What The Heck Show. We're going to be asking questions. If you have any questions that you want to ask him, we have the live chat there. We're not uh, uh, receiving any calls when he gets on the phone. So if you have the live chat on your Mixler, just uh, chat your questions and uh, Tony Rosario like the commercial says uh, (laughs) and uh, he'll be be, uh, Union Power Radio every other
0: sunday at 2 p.m. eastern standard time with your host Tony Rosario. Tony Rosario. <laughs>
2: Where'd
4: you
0: get that guy from? Don't Is he worry. From,
2: from like Univision I or something. I got him. I got him from Mexico.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: that well, sounds awesome. But well, we also need to speak about the temporary routes they're putting up. Well, for, but bid. Jamie, I know okay. you want, I know, well, you, moving. Moving. I know you want to get this show moving. I know you want to
6: keep the show moving. <laughs> but my question, Hector, with with the holiday falling on a Monday and these Tuesday through Saturday guys, are they entitled to have a day off that week? Yes. That's what we're urging. We're urging yes. people to take a day off that hey, week. But you well, know what, the, the local a, wants you
0: to take it off on as a, a Tuesday cr- or Saturday. Right, not really doing right. We want them, them to have weekend. a three day weekend. Absolutely.
2: So either they take it on a Tuesday by seniority or a Saturday uh, or a Monday. Or no, a Saturday. Tuesday a Saturday. or Saturday. Tuesday uh, or Saturday. By seniority so they can have a three-day weekend. But we have these wheelers and dealers. It is
6: a courtesy. I just want to be very clear, and, and I'm sure the people that are listening know this, but please talk to a younger member. It is a courtesy for us to allow the day to float three weeks before and three weeks after, correct? That is a courtesy.
2: Okay. The way the contract rolls is that three weeks before the holiday They got to start scheduling people off. They
6: got to start schedule. Okay. That's
2: that's what the contract says. Now, the uh, the IBT says that they allowed to hold it for another three weeks after the.
6: So it's not a courtesy. It's it's. It's what the IBC
2: that the IBT agree with the company. Of course, they always make these fucking side deals that you know fucks everything up. Absolutely. So because they said that, so the company. They take advantage of that, and they'll say, you don't have to take it the week before. You don't have to take it two weeks before. You can take it three weeks. We'll give you another day. And that's where it fucks up at. And another thing that's fucks up at, because we don't keep track of it, those guys that are not working and are, you know, taking a day off, that contribution to the uh, pension goes out of the window. So you could imagine uh, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars that not going into the uh, pension because of that.
4: Right, the schedules off. Anything that's taken within the three weeks or the three weeks after is gonna be just a scheduled off because you already
2: got the holiday pay for it.
4: So
5: you're only gonna get 32 hours for that week. That's correct.
2: Yes, that is correct.
5: So, so
2: it, it fucks up. So it fucks the pension up when when guys do that. I encourage everyone to they, We if you have to take it three weeks before the holiday. Take a day off. Go enjoy it. You're getting paid for that Absolutely. day. Absolutely. So we won't get fucked. Later on, Scott Demone is doing research right now, and Scott Demone is good with this shit. He's doing a research of how much money that we lost in the past. past Yeah. With these holidays falling on on a Saturday or on a Sunday. On the weekends. Yeah. It's, it's Listen, crazy.
5: Man, three- and I appreciate Scott because he's doing that research for me about the if I'm if you're chasing money right now, I'm doing Monday. So let's take this week for example. I did Monday through Friday. And by Friday at 8 o'clock, I hit 60 hours. Now, I demanded my eight hours on Saturday, so I worked inside for eight hours on Saturday. That should go towards my pension. Even though it's paid out a time and a half, that should go toward my pension, because I'm only putting four days towards my pension this week
6: and that's where it gets confused that's where it gets confusing
5: yeah. because i got pay i got paid time and a half on monday and i got paid time and a half on saturday because i went over 60 right
0: so the question well pertaining to the pension now mm-hmm. the question is once you reach your 1600 hours for your pension credit for the year oh boy I, here we go here we go go here we go well oh, this was a question that was that was sent to me once you reach Who? your 1600 hours for the year
2: stop don't stop working
5: no,
0: no 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 once you reach <laughs> don't stop believing no, either yeah once you reach that does the company still contribute to the pension fund no. after those hours no even though it's not for 1600
2: your hours is a physical year so you do 1600 hours regular 1600 hours right. you'll do it in within 10 10 and a half months
6: I maybe thought it was closer to eight
2: well it's about four I, I, regular hours? Yeah, regular forty hours. It's, like 10 it's about 10, 10 and a half months. I better get back to work though. Yeah, you do. Yeah. i so, <laughs> Yeah. So everyone has this thing that okay, I already made my sixteen hundred hours, then I'm gonna start scheduling off after that. Nope. You're still you're still they still contribute to every time you walk into that building. No matter okay, okay. The, the, the pay question. the pay is the company pays ninety dollars and thirty five cents every time you punch into that board per person per member isn't
5: it more with the contribution now isn't like 103 it, it right
2: might have went up i'm, I'm just saying
3: three right
2: now i, just, I uh, that number is probably yeah. a couple of years back but i was just going by that number and that's why i tell guys that you know you you are coming into work you're you're getting dressed you're walking into the door and then you decide you want to go home because you have a doctor's appointment that just came up so you you're not contributing to the you're not you're not it, once you do that schedule 26 and it's also another schedule 45. Everybody says put me on a 45 because 26 everybody knows is schedule off. 45 is the same thing as schedule 26. 45 is optional with no pay. Mm. That's what how they put it down. They they, they try to trick everyone yep. to say, you know, all right, he didn't get a schedule. Look, I didn't have a schedule, but you had a schedule of 45 which is, you know, optional with no pay. Right. It's the same shit. You're, you're you're wasting your 300 and something dollars for the day because that's how much you're going to make in eight hours. And then you're not letting the company contribute to the pension because you took a scheduled day off. So they don't have to contribute to you. So and with that said, back then when I was a shop steward, the company came out with a number of 5.7 million dollars that they did not contribute to the pension because of Schedule uh, 26. Meaning that across the whole New, New York State, a lot of people... Take Schedule Twenty Six, thinking, oh, they're gonna have a good time, and then, you know, five point seven million dollars in that's not contributed to the pension. It's a lot of money. So I could imagine where they're at now. They probably in the seven millions, because a lot of guys they decide they want to go home, not come to work, and you know, it's, it's all fucked well,
6: up. I can say I, I openly, I, I've definitely been part of that problem at one point in my career. I've been with the company twelve years now. And in the very beginning, I was definitely a part of that problem. But when you realize that, yeah, it's great for you—you you get to go home—but you're you're damaging it for everybody else. You're hurting the pension credits for everybody else. So, when you realize it's not this this union thing is not just about you; you. it's about everybody else. So, you may be there's no may,
2: I in union. Oh, yeah, there is. <laughs> there is. It's, it's right in the middle there. I just felt like that. What's that,
0: girl? Well, there's no me in you. There's dude. no yeah. chicken. There's no me in you. <laughs> right. There's no chicken. <laughs> no well, well, well being, being that you brought that up with the scheduled off, it's scheduled off is that, also bad because now people apparently are being brought into the office for attendance. Are they still doing scheduled off From with some pandemic? Off nonsense? Yeah. Yep. People, people have been going home on scheduled off. Like you said, they come in or they call from the parking lot or they text worry, oh, we take the day off. So now they have all these scheduled offs. Now the manager's calling them in the office
6: for attendance. Well, if they got scheduled off, there's no reason that people should be working their vacation.
2: That's the first thing I used to bring up. I used happening. to bring that up in when I was a shopster when they used to bring guys in for attendance. The first thing I look at it was the schedule off on their record. Right. And Even though the guy was like, let me, 15 days out, you know, call-ins and all that, he had about 60 scheduled off. So I tell tell the manager this. I said, so you're bringing him for 15 days off, but you allowed him to go home and get him that. You gave him that way to be. You you are contributing to the behavior of not coming to work because you gave him 60 scheduled days off. So now the member feels like, hey. If I take a day off, it's okay because I did it already 60 times by the permission of the manager. So I always win those cases when it comes down to uh, trying to discipline a guy for uh, attendance. I do it because this is what I do. I fight for the membership. But, you know, at the end of the day, I want to go to the members and say, What the fuck are you taking? You just, you just you didn't contribute to the pension 60 days. And I get pissed off. But at, the, at I don't tell him that in front of the manager, but I'll tell him that in front of the manager that, you know, you contribute to him being out 15 days.
6: And a scheduled day off is essentially helping the company. I mean, they they realize that they're they have too many people for the work and they're looking to send you home. So if we all can stick together and say, I'm not going home, they have to figure out work for us. They have to find it, whether it's picking up a broom, cleaning a bathroom, whatever it is. If you got to pick up a, a, a driver release bag and, and you go home, after, get your eight hours. We're guaranteed eight hours. People fought for us to have a guarantee of eight hours. So have some respect for the people that fought before you and take your
4: eight hours the chat the chat room is getting uh they, they, yeah. they got a lot of I want to answer there.
2: that question though Which with Rodriguez Jose, Rodriguez Jose Rodriguez he says why does the IBT have any say in the well, labor
4: day in, in your he said isn't the paid holiday of the Labor day in your supplement why did the IBT have a say
2: well the IBT got involved with this holiday because the company sent the letter to them saying to them you know we're in the pandemic we need these guys to Work we're and we can't corona, corona, course. So they you know, they gave in to them and then it's a letter was put out by Dennis Taylor, son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. And uh he <laughs> he put it he put it out there that, you know, guys could work during their vacation. That's bullshit too. And and we were just talking about that earlier and what I feel about uh guys working during their vacation, but I'm just gonna Shut the fuck up.
4: No, you're absolutely right. That, you know, that, I don't care what they're getting paid, time and a half, whatever it is. You should the not be working your vacation. Says, the
2: contract says in our supplements, Article 11, Section 7, read it. No working during your vacation. Now, what I'm getting fucking pissed off at, that the IBT got involved and said they can work their vacation. It's okay because of the pandemic, whatever. Well, straight
5: time. A lot of people are complaining they're not getting their time and a half. I don't give a fuck. Dennis Taylor said you'll get paid straight. Why would you do it?
2: Exactly. And and, and I'm telling you right now as a BA and a, a member coming to me to tell me, listen, I worked during my vacation. They didn't pay me the time and a half. I'm like, okay, what do you want me to do? Oh, now that you was, want me to fight yeah, for you. That's your problem. Right. And he goes, why? You're the union. I said, yes, I am the union. And I'd say, the, you, I go by the rules, by Article 11, Section 7, no working joint. You made a side deal with your manager. And on the on the long run, he screwed you. So you need to go to him and tell him why you didn't get paid. Don't come to me because I'm not going to help you out. When, you, when you're violating our contract, you want me to help you out? Okay. I'll never
4: Good forget luck. the what? T-shirt
6: I saw going around the buildings a couple of years ago making deals weakens the contract.
4: Yep, absolutely. And you know what? I I hate when I hear the guy say, "Well, you don't know what everybody's situation is. Some people can't go a week without getting paid." You did get paid. You got the week's pay.
3: You're essentially You're, double
4: dipping. So don't yeah, don't tell me that things are so hard that that week's pay that you got because that's what you would normally get if you worked whatever hours, you know, if you worked uh what is it? I think you get paid 45 straight. 45. 45. I or, mean that's yeah. that's a nice that's 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 not a week with tons of overtime, but that's a week of money, regardless with five extra hours. Go get so, another
6: job. But get go, again go, something else for that week. I,
4: I
2: don't know what's more go imp- Uber. What is what is <laughs> more what is more important? Making money or spending time with your family.
4: Listen, I, I, I heard somebody say, Listen, i I come from a single income, you know, I'm the only breadwinner here and you know what? So am I. My wife doesn't work. I have two children. My wife doesn't work. I took four weeks off. I've been off this whole month of August, okay? You guys saw me posting. I was taking pictures with my kids. I went camping. I'm doing work at the house. And, and I'm spending money. And at the same time, I'm not I'm not going to suffer because I got my four weeks in advance. And I'm not stupid. I'm going to take that money and spend it wisely. I mean... You're not what? Me and my wife were supposed to go to Florida he and Puerto not Rico. not stupid,
6: Jamie. No. He's yeah. not
4: stupid. I'm not stupid, Jamie, okay? <laughs> so four weeks, I was supposed to go to PR for a couple weeks, take my kids to PR for the first time, take my kids to Florida, go visit my mother-in-law, and we were going to have a great month of just traveling. But because of COVID, obviously, that's not going to happen. So I took my kids camping instead. We went to the lake. You know, we've been doing things. My kids went to go see a museum. You know, you find things to do that aren't that expensive. Mm-hmm. And... Four weeks. I'm I'm going towards my last week now. I'm not
2: working my vacation. I don't care if I took two months. Mu- my whole six weeks were together. I still would not. We had we had this argument. And I was just telling Dave about when we before we got on the air about the vacation, and you work and join your vacation. You're violating the contract number one, and then all of a sudden now you get to be you get to pick a route while you are on vacation. Right. If you if you if you take vacation. You sh- I, I I feel I feel you shouldn't be on your route. You should be the lowest man picking whatever because you're supposed to be off that week. And a, another guy that wants to do your route that is not on that, you know, should be doing your route. And another thing, you're bumping somebody off that week that they need it. People, people,
6: you know, a lot of the senior guys, and I've been fortunate enough because they've opened it up. You know, you're able to get. A summer vacation now with not as many years as you had to have before.
2: Yeah, it was worse back then.
6: But, you know, a lot of, I'm sure a lot of these lowest seniority guys would love to have a, a summer vacation. And then you got guys that, that are taking a summer vacation and are working the summer vacation. Give the week to somebody who wants it. If you're not going to, if you're not going to. Enjoy your vacation. Enjoy your time off away from the packages and the delivering and, and the heat and everything else. And you're not going to spend time with your family. Give it to somebody who is going to, to to use it wisely and exactly. spend time with their family. Don't, don't
5: even give it to someone who is going to. I hate the fact that I have to come in and watch 12 guys stand around a center waiting for work. They've woke up at 730, got dressed, come to work, trying to make book. And they go home. They sort
6: their truck off the clock because they're trainees. And you know what?
5: Unfortunately, I can't get too involved to in that. And you know right. what? And, and they don't you know get a day do. towards their book guys, it's, it's, because you've come in on your vacation. I'm on $24 an hour, and I don't work my vacation. So talk to me about money. And you're on top pay, and you want to work your vacation and argue about time and a half. When that guy's coming in and trying to make book... And you're gonna send him home because you want a little extra money on top of the vacation pay that's already been awarded to you. is
4: double dipping. Uh, I, I don't want to spend too much time on this because we got Juan combo's coming up in a few minutes. Well, uh, you guys get it? Don't work your vacations. That's the freaking bottom line.
0: Can we go into the temporary routes? Before we go
4: into the temporary no, routes, no, no, I just no, want to say me off. Temporary, d- route. temporary, temporary routes. Route. You cut him off, Jamie. <laughs> this is the real quick. This one's gonna be quick, Jamie. Uh, Tony Rusciglion, our Secretary Treasurer, is always coming up with great ideas. Um, we we just found out Teamsters in Canada are going through negotiations and they're going to be taking a strike vote, which is huge because oh, it's about yeah. time Canada starts to step up their game a little bit. So we need to think as a membership. Uh, three years in, we got three years left on this contract is something to think about. Tony Rusciglio oh, came saving. up with a good idea. He yep. said start saving. Even if you put fifty dollars a week into the credit union, anybody who's in the in, in well, the join the credit union or of or if you're not in a credit union. 50, $50 a week, period. Put that away. In three years, you should have a good almost $8,000 put away wow. just in case you got to go on strike. So think about that.
2: Well, we're getting the phone call All here right. from Juan. Ca- I believe be- it's Dave, his uh, campaign manager. Let's so okay. let's zoom let's in. What's up, Dave? You're at the What the Heck Show here on Union Power Radio. Hello, Hello,
4: hey, how's How it you doing, going?
2: doing, Dave? So... Is Juan with you, or he's going to call in in a separate line? No, he's going to call in uh, separately. Okay, cool. All right, so we'll continue talking. Right,
4: right. We'll keep going until... Well,
2: let's, let's introduce Dave. Dave is his campaign manager. Dave, introduce yourself at 705.
4: Being a little modest there, I mean, I spoke, I heard Juan Campos speaking at the uh, at the Zoom call this morning. You guys got uh, something near about fourteen thousand signatures, if I was not mistaken. Yeah, well, uh, 13, so. What? No, that's good to hear. You guys seem to have a lot of members too from all over. I mean, even here in Local 804, we hit, uh, we hit a lot of places. I mean, I even hit the other day, I was at a 4C food group. I didn't even know they were Teamsters. And, uh, and, and those union members, they have so much to complain about. I mean, we're out there uh, petitioning and a lot of them don't even know what we're doing. They, they don't know what petitioning is. They don't know who their union is. I mean, it's you. I went into some places that were pretty. I, I went to Virginia also, and we were in one of those right to work places, and uh, uh, it was not a. You know, it's 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 tough it, when you speak to a person who's got 13 years on the job and still hasn't joined the union. In my mind, I don't. It doesn't comprehend. I can't comprehend it, but. Uh, and with them it's like uh, well you know it's too much money out of my check every month and I'm like are you kidding me <laughs> what are you talking about and, and and we were talking about this earlier we don't like that they get the benefits of some of our union stuff but yet they're not in the union
2: yeah you hold on a second because Warren Campos is trying to call in and my phone with this new phone technology if you're not on my phone it goes right straight to voicemail oh, so I apologize no. to that let me call him right now okay. uh, we'll get him on the phone hold on uh, Dave
4: Uh, You're on Union Power Radio. Juan Campos, is this you? This is me. How you doing, Juan? This is Tony Rosario. We've met a few times. How we doing, Tony? Hanging in there. Thank you so much for calling in on the What the Heck show. You are here live on the What the Heck show. A uh, bunch of uh, rank and file members from local 804. We got Jamie Holligan, who uh, you saw on our Zoom call, had a question that uh, John Palmer answered very, very uh, uh, yeah, openly, and called up and, and 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 called up the show actually to talk about it a little more earlier. Uh, Hector Fortis, you know him, I'm sure. The big bad wolf. There goes his calling. and we have two members (laughs) from uh, long island that we're here with carl morreale and young joe doherty one of our younger members so juan campos (laughs) please if you don't mind tell a little uh tell us a little about about yourself not everybody knows who you are not everybody has done extensive research so can you give guys a little bit of heads up on how you started with the company and uh, why you are where you are today
1: absolutely thank you for giving me the opportunity yeah like you said, uh, my name is Juan Campos. I come from UPS. I started off in 1988 as a part-timer loading trucks. I then took a sort test and became a sorter. I then went to air driving, did that for, uh, for a year. And then I went into package. I drove for package uh, for 13 years in the Northbrook Center um, i was a swing driver by the way i never wanted my own route i always uh loved the challenge of knowing what i, I did not knowing what i was going to do that day right. uh never took my own route in 1999 um the members asked me to run as steward um i ran as steward and was elected in 2001 and 2004 i apologize. Um, the vice president at the time asked me to run as recording secretary uh, for the local, and since then I, I, I was elected in 2004 to Local 705 uh, as recording secretary. I was the business agent for Northbrook, Palatine uh, and Waukegan, which serviced over 4,000 members. Uh, top of that, I was the youngest and UPS coordinator, which means I had eight business agents that, uh, re- that that reported to me of all the dealings with UPS, um, and then unfortunately my 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 uh, my boss died in 2011, January 2nd, 2011, of a heart attack, and my executive board at at that moment uh, uh, appointed me to run the local until we had an election uh, 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 for the position. And I'm proud to say these last three elections we've had in 705. And by the way, I'm the only Hispanic principal officer in Illinois. Let me say that again.
3: Say
4: it again. Say it again. Say it people in the back.
1: I'm in the only Hispanic principal officer in Illinois. And, and, and certainly I'm not proud of that i think that is a sad thing that we don't have more you know latinos and, and african americans and and women and as principal officers of of these great locals uh and, th- and since then i've won every election on the landslide because of our administration because of our belief of grassroots members hearing everybody's voices uh uh either pro or against uh it's important to listen to everything to be able to make a decision. So, so with that said, um, won every election by a landslide, I believe it was three to one, 84% uh, each election since then. <laughs> now, I'm asking for support and, and every listening. Uh, I certainly want to take what we did at 7 o'clock onto the national platform and making sure that we believe in three qualities. one. We work for you, you guys do not work for us. Accountability, meaning, be straight for people, don't lie. And three, understand when you vote no, that means no. So that's a little bit about myself, other than I have four kids, um, two or three of them are Teamsters and the other ones uh, going to school for uh, being a registered nurse and hopefully she'll become a Teamster.
2: Nice. All right. Yeah, I was wondering I say, you're Hispanic, you got to have at least four kids <laughs> <laughs> the, la, la, the Latino sangre yeah, we're gonna go into some questions now
4: yeah um, one of the things that that a lot of the members want to know Juan uh, is you know you have a lot of respect around the country uh, and and your resume speaks for itself. And, uh, you know, me, myself, I hold you in high regard. Me and you have uh, one or two conversations in the past. Um, What the members, a lot of people, a lot of members are having or trouble struggling with is the Sean O'Brien now. And I want you to, if you can, in a few words, explain to the members why. And I know you've bumped head with Sean O'Brien in the past. Why now, after all this time now, that you guys have figured something out? Like, what was it that put you to decide, okay, Sean O'Brien and Fred Zuckerman, they're they are the ones that I'm going to go with, and these are the guys that we all should stand behind?
1: So, so, yeah, I appreciate that, and you're correct. I mean, we've all had words at one point or another, but sometimes we have to put our differences for the greater good, and that sounds like a cliche, but let me be straightforward. Uh, Sean and I have had differences, but the good thing is, we talk about the issues. We say it to one another and not just let it linger. That's the problem. When we let things linger, it becomes manifest into something else. However, having a conversation with Sean and, and, and telling him my dislikes of certain things certainly, I guess, gave him the idea, the, the, the thought of asking me to run with him. So did Fred because of my outspokenness, because I'm not afraid of saying what's on my mind again, the philosophy, I don't work for anybody but my members. I, I, don't, you know, I, I, I don't cater to the joint council, I don't cater to the IBT, I cater to my members. And that, that is what Sean and Fred seen and me. And we had conversations about what the future looks like and certainly the caliber of people we were gonna put on the slate. And when Fred and Sean spoke about their vision and spoke about individuals they were gonna put on the slate, that had the same opinion in the same manner as I did, I certainly knew that was a, a, a step in the right direction. That wasn't the sole uh, uh, decision that, uh, the reason I made my decision. The reason I made my decision is how bad does it have to get before someone says, God damn it, this is enough. When, when companies are making record profits and we're giving concessions, it's a problem. When the IBT is holding back other locals from trying to negotiate better, as you will know, in 804, you guys have done a great job trying to negotiate better. But when you got the international knocking or calling you on your phone, or sending message through a third party, hey, this is you're not going to be able to do it. Hey, you're going to get trustee. Hey, this and that, you know, it becomes difficult, we forget that that's not Teamster. That's not unity. That's not who we are. That's not a union. And when Sean and Fred talked about um, the direction and, and, you know, UPS negotiations and other companies that, and the way we were going to do things. That's when I said, I'm not going to sit on the sidelines. I'm not going to do these things because we cannot afford another five years of givebacks within these companies. So that was uh, mainly the reason. Certainly, um um, there was a lot more conversation than just this five minute uh situation I'm just talking about. But certainly they you know, you got Matt Taby, you got Tom Palmer, you got guys in, in the West and uh I'm uh, in the West, you got guys in the central like Danny uh from Freight, got uh Tom Erickson. I mean and if I forget some of the guys or don't name them, that doesn't mean they're they're not great people, but you got guys like James Wright. My God, those guys are just non-stop they want to do the right thing they just need the ability to do it they need a leader that's not gonna hold them back they're gonna need a leader that does not cater to the companies but the needs of our our members that's why I-
4: nice thank you so much Juan. that was a great answer I mean you a- answered every aspect of that question Uh my host my co-host here Jamie Haynes has a question for you
0: Jamie go ahead fire away All right. how you doing mr. Juan Campos um My question is, being that you're a Latino, what can you say to assure the Latino voters that the odds slate will treat them with dignity and respect? That's my question to you.
1: So to answer that question, you know, obviously I could just tell you there hasn't been any, any, indications that we wouldn't um you know as latinos as african americans and women we, we sometimes feel like we have to work double as hard as everybody else just to be just to be noticed and in and, and in all senses it may not be true in some areas but certainly in my life and and then probably most american uh lives and, and, and union members lives you, you've seen that um i, I don't see color in the eyes of our leader in Sean or or in Fred that they are against. They certainly know that unity is going to get us there. I certainly know that I am going to do the best, not only for Latinos, but for everybody who's a teamster. And most importantly, for everybody that's going to become a teamster. Because the way we're going now, we're not going to be a union that we're going to have to be reckoned with. We're going to become obsolete. Because of the watered-down contracts and and the and the things that we have to offer our members, if we don't offer them anything better than a right-to-work state, then we're going to be gone. So the the issue is, we need to focus on not just Hispanics and Blacks and women and and, and every other ethnicity. We have to fix. Uh, we have to focus on the future of this great union, and That's that right. is the born people.
2: Yeah, Hey Juan, this is Hector with the What The Heck Show. You probably heard of me, but I never met you. I know I saw you in TDU convention, but we never got the chance to talk because you were too busy because everybody was all around you. And I'm the type of guy that when I see uh, uh, a guy getting all the attention, I run away because I don't get the attention. But anyway, (laughs) anyway, I have a question for you. Uh, I want the members to know what is a vice president at large do?
1: So you know, certainly a vice president can be um, um, centralized in the central, um, but with other jobs, what's important is you know the allocations of uh, of what additional jobs is going to be um, allocated to an individual. So with that said, certainly right now, I you know I I, I wouldn't be. Um, in the right position to start telling you what those positions would be but certainly when sean and fred are ready to designate those duties then i'd be able to tell you these are what we're going to do but right now the the, the focus will be in cent- in the central and how to get better are, are all locals to be on the same page right now if you're not a supporter of the half administration or whatever administration you know, it's like the old, uh, Rudolph games, right? You don't get to play those reindeer games. You're out. You're, you're, you're out. Uh, we need to include everybody. And that means even people that did not support us, we need to encompass them because if we're going to win, we're going to need the everybody. So what I want to do in the central is unify them, regardless if you're a supporter or NARS, because day one after that election, I need you. You need me because only that way we could defeat the common issue. And that is going to be that employer.
4: Hey, how you doing? Uh, Juan Campos, uh, we got a question uh coming in from Daniels. Uh, Mr Daniels, I'm not I'm not sure where he's from exactly. Oh, he is he's from seven oh five, I guess you're in your local. Um, he wants hey, that's
1: to- not- just
4: kidding. <laughs> no, he says. Uh, if you can, ask, <laughs> he says. Basically, he wants to know uh, what have you done in local seven hundred and five as far as education for stewards and rank and file workers, and ask what's the role of labor education in seven hundred and five, and if uh, you think we sh- you should boost uh, labor, boost labor. So, so
1: that has been one of our our greatest. Um accomplishments and and i gotta tell you i I take great pride we need to educate our members regardless if you support the administration and especially if you don't our administration what we do is we're involved with depaul university we're involved with the national labor college we're involved with cornell but we're involved with different universities and colleges that promote uh uh, labor as a matter of fact several of our members have bachelor's degrees because of the program we have in there and we offer this not only to the myself to the agents or to our stewards or to our members we offer it to anybody that wants to uh, learn because we cannot forget our history you cannot forget what we're up against and the better we are equipped with knowledge because you know i love the days when we could just go out on the street lock the companies down and you know if we had to throw a knuckle or two accidentally obviously <laughs> it, right but those days are gone and now we got to beat them in the courts and, and and it is a system that is delays the justice and you guys know this however in our local thanks thanks to our administration we send anybody that wants to go to these uh to get a labor degree to uh we enroll them to these things, and and again, I am really proud because, as I said before, and and we we believe this: if we educate our our replacement, either you run against me or you don't run against me, we're going to send you to school. But at least I know I help the labor be that much better because you are educated and you know what you're up against and you're ready for this. So, you know, when it comes to education that's my baby i love that and i make sure that that's one of the things i want to expand upon once i'm elected to as VP at large
2: yeah he 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 forgot well i sent him a a little thing on on that question but the ending of the question was are you looking to do the same thing when you get into the international that you're going to be sending uh rank and file to these labor classes to boost
4: labor education yes
1: absolutely like i said listen right now i don't know if you know this but you know as a as an officer we as a local we pay a per capita to the ibt so you know from the dues let's just say we get ten dollars we probably send almost half of it at the end of the day uh, of your dues to the ibt which is great because they're supposed to help you Organized. They're supposed to help you, uh, educate you. They're supposed to help you with uh, whatever other needs your local may need. Right. But do you know that your IDT right now, if you want to enroll in, in a class for leadership, uh, for business agent, for, for uh, contract negotiations, besides you paying a, a per capita, you still have to pay to, to, to belong to this class. So I don't understand how they could double dip us as union people. So one of the things I'm certainly going to be looking at is, if we're going to have classes, you shouldn't have to pay for it because your locals already paying for it.
3: All
4: right. Well, I just hey, want you to hey, know, Mr. Hey, Campos. Could just, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, hey, Dave. Hey,
8: if I could just uh, step in on, uh, on, this, on this question. Uh, I mean, I can just uh, attest as a 705 member um, that education is one of the biggest priorities. Since Juan has come in, um, we, we, he sends, you know, the, the local sends dozens and dozens of people every semester into the, uh, DePaul labor education program. And I was one of the folks, um, that, uh, that have gone through that program. It's a three-year program. And what I was always explained to me and what Juan explained to me is that, look, you elect officers and the officers get their education or they should, and, and ours do, Uh, But at the end of the day, the officers, your business agent, they can't be on the shop floor 24-7. It's the members that have to be involved and have to be educated and have to know what to do on a day-to-day basis. So when I became a steward, I immediately was sent to class. It was not just, oh, you know, go figure it out. And there's been lots of educational opportunities that I've gotten since then. And in fact, um, myself and some other 705 members uh, have even gone and uh, done a master's program at the University of Massachusetts. So that's oh. something that uh, that we've done uh, in 705, and under Juan's leadership, there's been a big priority on it, and um, certainly that's something that needs to needs to be expanded on uh, on the international level. Absolutely. That, uh, this stuff has to be available to all members
4: yeah yeah absolutely i completely agree with you and i'm sure a lot of members listening do also i mean me myself uh thanks to the local 804 uh executive board our president vinnie perone i was offered a scholarship to go get some some education when i when i also had become a steward and uh and a couple other members also in local 804 got some of the same educations on workshops and stuff like that so I think that and everybody should agree that these things are key it had made me a better shop steward made me a better organizer I got to meet I got to meet Juan Campos because of one of these conferences and um and I and I and I pray that you don't forget Anthony Rosario would like another scholarship when you guys are on the international level and I would like to jump into one of those classes as well please thank you very much um we got a question here and uh... You know, Juan, we spoke about this a little bit just a little while ago on you know how being a Latino and and the 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 uh, obstacles that comes with being a Latino sometimes and 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 working towards your goal, uh, and, and we as a membership, whether we're Latino, Black, whatever it is, we appreciate you know you opening the doors and and doing this because like you said, you are the only one out in Ohio, right? Illinois, I'm sorry, Illinois, so. That, that's huge. You're literally opening the door for a lot of people, and we appreciate that so much. But unfortunately, the opposition has accused both Sean O'Brien and Fred Zuckerman of having a very white and very male-based executive board, and and they say it's true. How do you answer that? And that's coming from Joni Lane Miller in uh, six Local 623 three in Pennsylvania. Yes. Um, you know,
1: certainly there are that is a, a, a fact and i there's no way i could dispute that if you look at 705 we're very diverse and we have a a good makeup but that again has a, a lot of you know the density in our area uh, of you know when when you have um close to 35 percent hispanic and 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 i think 30 seven percent uh uh african-american in chicago the density there we there's certainly uh a lot of people who get involved and and that's another thing you need to get people who get involved that's how we we end up making our, our our slate look like the membership you know in boston i'm not i'm not sure about boston i i don't know um how many Active, uh, uh members are out there uh, 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 of different ethnicities i don't know about Louisville but certainly that certainly becomes a problem um, um, when w- when you don't have people that they're looking to 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 be part of the movement right i don't know if that's an issue more than than um just plain old we we don't have um, anybody i i don't know a, a, uh, how, how to answer that question that would probably be more of a sean and, and, and a fred uh, question but it certainly is not a lack le- or a reason because they do not want to have uh that group believe me i had those conversations as you said these are conversations before i i got on the uh on the slate that i said hey listen you know the members will question you members will talk and and, and look at this and and rightfully so demand some answers that's why he You know, he made a commitment to make sure that our our slate would be diverse. And and, and as you can see, we do have a a, a diverse group.
4: I don't think a lot of members that know what's going on, I think they don't realize how how much diversity is on the slate. I mean, for example, you have yourself, Juan Campos, who I believe is a proud Mexican, right? Am I mistaken? all Mexican, Durango, La Purísima. <laughs> Myself, Boricua, 100%. And uh, I see, I, I actually went to uh, Virginia and Baltimore with uh, Willie Ford, who's a great guy from North Carolina. Um, yes, he, so not- dime. What did you yeah, say? No. Yeah. So, you know, and, and there's many others on the slate, and they have women on the slate as well. So I don't know where... Um, where the competition is is trying to get their information, but I feel that they are they're they're making a weak attempt at uh, attacking the slate but um I got another
2: question here. you have another question or can I can uh, I, can you, I come yeah yeah score right the in. question is one of the members want to know uh, Juan Campos you know that Sean O'Brien was on the other side of the field he was with the officers he was there with the red vest. He's bringing on guys that have been on the other side of the field also to your slate. How do you feel working together with the guys that have been hardcore officers for many years and you're going to be working side by side with them? How do you feel? And that's what the member asked. Perfect.
1: Thank you. So, you know. Let me just show you my actions, Um, you know, back in the. Uh, 2008, my principal officer decided he wanted to run with, uh, in 2011, I apologize, he wanted to run with the Hoff administration, and that broke my heart. That broke my heart. However, it did not change my values. It did not change who I am. It did not change my direction. What I mean from that is, look up that 2011 uh, uh, convention, and meanwhile, no disrespect to my my boss at the time i certainly did not wear the red vest because the values of mine's did not change they did not change I, and along with sammy and myself and there was about 20 others that wore the vest out of respect for him and then they took it off when they hit the uh the the hallways they didn't wear like that now now, you are correct. We put a team together that is from a group and other groups. You got to remember, everybody has a boss. And at some point, the boss has says the last word. And if that's true, that, that Hoffa made these, this is the way it's going and you can't do anything, as, you know, when when, when Sean tried to change things up and include uh, Fred and everybody else, what happened to Sean? He He was kicked out. Everybody has a boss. Unfortunately, they had a boss. They went to listen to them. But I can tell you this: Sean may be my boss, so would Fred. But my true bosses are you. I will be held accountable to you. Whatever you need to be brought, up, will be brought. Up, and whatever I need to stand against or for because it's better for you and not my bosses, I will do that. So I'm willing to take the chance to work with these people. If their their thoughts and the, what they're telling me is true, that they want to change and, and change the direction of their union, then count me in. I'll fight along side them. If they don't, then they're going to get the Spanishness of me, and I'll be fighting against them.
0: Alright,
8: um, yeah, I have a question. Sure if I could just, uh, come in too on, on that, uh, Yeah. And, and I, and I understand that. And I've gotten that, you know, I've gotten that uh, uh, question about Sean O'Brien and other folks on the slate that, that were with the, uh, the Hoffa campaign in the past. And I think it's important to remember, look, it's, we can't focus on the past. We have to talk about what, what's in front of us. And remember we had the same issue in 2016. A lot of people have forgotten, but uh, Fred you know, was a, was a Hoffa supporter at one point. And I remember having conversations with people then who said, look, I, you know, we can't run with this guy. He did this, this, and this. And my response always was, look, we're on the same side now. And this isn't about, uh, you know, uh, waving a flag, or you know, um, the the campaign, or you know, where we where where we've come from in terms of who we supported in the past. It's about serving the members and and putting in leadership uh, right now that will fight for the members. And I think if you look at the slates that are out there, the O'Brien Zuckerman slate with with candidates like Juan and uh, and all the others uh though this will put us in the best position to fight for the members and that's what it's about it's not about i'm on this team or i'm on that team you All ready oh. all
4: right very very well said um we got another question from Mr Jamie Holligan is that coming from a member Jamie
0: well it's also coming from me that was he has the same question as i have um being that i I believe 705 is I believe they're not a part of the I B T when it comes to contract issues. So my question to you is, what benefit? Well, it's a two-part question. What benefit? How does it benefit you as far as being not being a part of, I believe, the the contract when uh, when the I B T negotiated? and also if y'all were to win, are you going to keep your contract separate, or are you going to start including it in the national contract with with U P S? Sure.
1: So that's a great question. Um, and, and you know let me let me pick it back by telling you some history. Unfortunately, we also had our white the ability to negotiate the uh, and YRC back then, YRC, um, which was yellow road rate contracts. I don't know if you know that. Um, but unfortunately, because we were holding our our ground and negotiating for better. The International took our white paper uh, negotiation away. Uh, they certainly have threatened many times to do the same with uh, our, our, our UPS contracts and our other contracts. Um, listen, I am in no position to give up anything that my members have enjoyed. I do believe that a membership should vote for something like that. This shouldn't be a decision of the principal officer. Um, But I'm going to tell you right now, I have no desire to give that up. If that's the direction my membership asks, then that's something I will explore at that time and follow. And as far as does it benefit, certainly we got a lot more uh, accomplished in 705 before we were, you know, Threatened uh, uh, several times about uh, trusteeship and other things in different contracts. Uh, Certainly, we we were able to negotiate differently.
4: All right, Um, Juan. There's a lot of people that that don't understand the difference between Local 705 and other locals like Local 804 and a lot of people talk about sometimes decertification and breaking away from the IBT. Could you explain to the listeners the difference between the contracts that you have with your local with the IBT in comparison to other locals that are a part of the IBT? You just explained that. Did he? Yeah. Wait, Where were you? Was I not listening to that? Oh, yeah. I was eating this arroco gandula, that's what happened. Oh, that's, I'm so sorry. That's what happened. Sorry. <laughs> wow. So next question. <laughs>
2: So the next question that they have here uh, I'm sorry that he he didn't listen to the response that you you had before about your contract. But uh, the question was that uh, that what is the the contract, the national contract does it affect your members in any way between the national and your supplement? So so absolutely it affects
1: because the mentality of UPS management is, this is how we do it on the national level. And unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on how you look at it, is when you have labor managers that move from Chicago 705 to a different area, and we inherit other people from the national labor manager coming into 705, then they, 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 they're they not aware of, uh, of a contract and what we negotiated, and the intent of our contract, and certainly it becomes problematic because our members get caught up in the middle for a period of time, and so we have to straighten it out, or you know, kick their ass in in, in arbitration or in litigation to set them straight. So it does. Hinder our group sometimes and it's also difficult to get them like this hazard pay my god i don't know what the ibt is waiting for you know the the whole country is looking at them to say do something i know at 804 you guys have been proactive i know in 705 we've been negotiating but this company is not going to do anything until it make the ibt look bad that's my opinion and i think it's a fact that they won't do it they're forced all
2: right the other two guys went on break they uh I can't believe you guys are eating now while we on this phone thing but Well,
4: I I mean, you know, I was trying to eat earlier but the but. The food is so
2: good. I, I don't have any more questions for Juan. He answered a lot of good questions. He he uh, opened my eyes actually because I didn't know who Warren, who you were, Juan, and you opened my eyes of uh, what your goals are here at the IBT. And I appreciate you that you are open like that and you're gonna be working hard for the members. And I love when you say I'm you're my boss. I'm g- I'm gonna go for the members. So I appreciate that a lot. And that's what we need in the IBT. Uh, it's only one more question. That just came up with uh, what what is your relationship with Sean O'Brien? Because a lot of people are saying Sean O'Brien, Sean O'Brien, they don't like him, they don't want to vote for him. You know, everybody's going because of Suckerman. Uh, what is your relationship with Sean O'Brien now than it was back then?
1: We have a great relationship. I think the reason we have a great relationship is that we don't hold back, we speak our mind. And I think everybody knows do that let's let's bring it into the forefront these tough questions you're asking me you know i know you you, you guys could ask sean these same questions in front and, and they will be more that they answer they won't skirt it and they shouldn't but they're, they're in, the, in the limelight and 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 you know they have to answer these things so I, my relationship with sean has uh, you know continued to be good and and you know we're i'm certainly know that uh, um um I am a very outspoken person and and certainly not going to be in good terms all the time. But we can't be if we're always agreeing on something, something's wrong. We have to balance each other. We have to say, what about this? We have to become play devil's advocate. And if that makes me a a bad person, then it makes me a bad person. But I'm going to speak my mind and I'm going to make sure that the members voice is heard and through their messages, through me, I'll deliver and and. I'm pretty sure and confident that um, that won't be an issue with Sean and if it is, then, you know, Sean and I will continue to have conversations as we had in the in the back, but I am ecstatic to be with this, uh, this group. I can't wait to get out there. I look forward to going to the East Coast, West Coast, South. Anywhere you guys want me, I will be there, and believe me, I want you guys to hold me accountable, like I will hold accountable my bosses. And we, as long as there's a check and balance and nobody forgets where they come, we're going to move the great union forward beyond anywhere it's ever been.
0: All right, this is Jamie Haynes again. I have another question for you from uh, Greg Kerwood. Um, he's from, I believe he's from out of local, Sean O'Brien's local, local, right? 25 in Boston, yes, Sean O'Brien's Okay, the question is It is to his understanding that 705 has rank and file members directly involved in UPS contract negotiations. Do you support having rank and file members directly involved in national and supplemental UPS negotiations? Well, that was a great question.
1: Well, you know what? I mean, who better than know the, the issues than the members' hands on? Listen. I worked hard at UPS. I know some of the issues, but I know that every day I am away from UPS. It's one day, one more day, one more less person I know working there because they're retiring and the things are changing. That is why it's so critical to have hands-on people that actually work at at UPS at the tables to call bullshit when bullshit is said across the table. My local, uh, we have over, 27 people in our negotiating committee and about 20 of them are rank and file members and they <laughs> thank you for the a clap uh but they're the ones that keep me on my toes listen i got some great advocates uh, out here my my my, my local and um, certainly i have learned from them You know, just when you think you know it all, someone else comes up with another idea, and that's what improves 705. And certainly that would be something I would advocate, you know, to Sean. I don't know how it would, you know, uh, it would play out because as it sits right now, there's almost 100 people in the negotiating team. But certainly you need some rank-and-file people. I, I think that's the best way of combating management.
4: All right. We have one more question for you, Mr. Campos. It is the last question. I it believe. It is the last question. We're not going to bother you. I know you have a busy schedule, and we appreciate every moment you gave us today. You really answered some great questions, and you were spot on, very uh, well said, and very respectful. And I appreciate you so much. And y- you so turned a, my vote. So yeah, you definitely turned. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking you turned a lot of votes here today, and and we thank you. We, since we're at Local 804, and our principal officer, uh, Vinnie Perone, is running as a trustee on your slate. We were just wondering, what's your relationship with Vinnie Perrone? Have you had conversations with Mr. Perrone? Um, or do you guys, have you guys had any conversations about anything?
1: Okay, so first, I, 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 I politely I want to correct yourself. It's not my slate, it's our slate. Correct. This is about...
4: Yes, is yes about it is. I'm sorry, you're absolutely right. It's about our slate, yes.
1: And, and, you know, at the end, I want some arroz con gandules too, so
4: don't, don't eat it all. <laughs> um, and pollo guisado. And <laughs> pollo um, guisado.
1: pollo guisado. I will tell you, I had the pr- uh, pr- uh, privilege of meeting uh, Vinny and talking to him and visiting him and, and being at the same uh, training uh, program guys put together in new york i think you guys are in great hands he seems like a a, a no-nonsense kind of guy and he's going to give it to you straight and that's what we need we don't need these people who are promising you this the the sky and the sun and the moon when they know they can't deliver let's be realistic let's tell people what we could do i think vinny is a lot like me we you know we we come from the schools of hard knocks and and we're going to talk to you straight. And that's what all members want. Just people talk to them straight. Don't
0: bullshit them.
4: Hell yeah. Hell <laughs> yeah, Mr. Compost.
0: You know what? Um, well, m- Mr. Compost, I have one one last what? question. I'm sorry. Unbelievable. Dave is waiting to ask oh, you, him a question. Oh, you got a question? Go ahead. Mr. Car- Compost.
4: Carl car Morreale asking a question from Long Island.
6: Mr. Compost, my question for you is based off of Mr. O'Brien's history of being a... Uh, quote-unquote, officer, are you willing to put him back in check if he starts to go back to his, I guess we can call it, dirty old ways?
1: So I, I, I didn't hear the first part. I heard the second part about his old ways, so I'm sorry.
6: My question is, based off of Sean O'Brien's history of being a officer, are you going to be able to put him back in check if he starts to go back to his old ways of being a officer?
1: Listen, I'm not going to change who I am. I am, I am for the members. I'm been, I, I've been given the privilege of serving for the members. I'll continue to do the job for the members. And if the day comes where we're not seeing eye to eye, I'll uh, continue to hold my ground and, and and see where that path takes us. But there is going to be, listen, I I'm happy at 7:05. I don't have to run for VP to get, you know. Um, recognition or 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 patent resume i do this because i'm tired of seeing the 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 concessions and the givebacks and the and the piss poor excuses of why they do it i want to make a difference i want people that want to make a difference and i don't believe we'll be in that situation but the answer clearly that if sean decides to go different ways he's certainly going to hear it from me
3: <laughs> well said.
4: Well said. That other question I asked was from Dave Carew in in Long Island. Thank you, Dave, for putting in that question about Vinnie Perone. Well, um, I
0: got. I have one one last question. One last oh question. my God! One, this one is more, the last one. One more one. That's it. A lot of last questions. <laughs> we promise. Jamie, <laughs> yes. Jamie, get it out. This this was basically um when when I met you at the um, the educational conference that TDU had in New York. You were speaking yes. about how for. Possibly trying to raise the percentage of votes. I believe that you would need to get to the, get on the two-thirds ballot. threshold. Yeah. Um. Where Where are we at right now with that? That was my question. We spoke about a lot. We what I what
3: I
1: spoke about was the consent decree being up, and, and the IRB basically getting out, and we have the IIO coming, in, which is which is a, a another twenty five minutes or at least an hour conversation. And we talked about our things are at risk. Certainly, we need to do something with this two-third rules. You know, when members say no, members mean no. You know, it's our job to go back and negotiate uh, with the company. And if if there comes a point where the company and the union can't come to terms, then we bring it to the members and let them decide, you know, how how strong, uh, what they're willing to do. That means go on strike or not. That's at stake. Certainly the next um administration will will probably be in the position not this election but not this uh delegates in the future to change the percentage of delegates it will take to um be able to be placed on the ballot because as you right know as you guys know right now we need about approximately five percent of overall delegates just to be placed on the ballot so that we have an opportunity to put it for a vote for the members um Things like that are are at stake, Uh, and plus many, many uh, more things are at stake at the Delegate. So that's why you guys have to be vigilant. You guys have to be aggressive. You guys have to be informing our members what's going on. You know, I know that this is a, a, a tough decision for a lot of people because of the makeup of the slate. But the alternative is worse,
4: Thank you so much, Mr. Campos. We appreciate your 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 uh, your diligence on on answering all these questions. We appreciate the time that you gave us here today. I mean, um, I feel like a lot of questions that the members had were answered. I mean, I, I, listen, I. I'm biased because, you know, I'm a big fan. You know, I, <laughs> I'm i going to let Hector uh, uh, sign you out here. Juan Campos, thank you so much. We appreciate your time. We appreciate your diligence. Thank you so much. Yes,
2: we want to thank you here at the What The Heck Show here, Juan Campos. You definitely opened my eyes, and I'm sure you opened a lot of members' eyes of why you're running for the IBT. I appreciate you. I appreciate what you, the answers that you gave. Uh, another thing, I know you have a, a raffle going on. Can you talk about that raffle?
1: Um, I don't know if I'm allowed. To. Okay, okay,
2: don't worry about it. I'll, I'll announce it. <laughs> I'll announce it. I'm sorry, Dave. You should have stopped me. We we,
3: we <laughs> promise you a plate of arroz
4: con con next time you come to New York. Okay.
2: Yeah, so we want to thank Juan Campos for coming on the show. Thank you, Dave, for having to come on the show also to the What The Heck Show. We appreciate everything you guys are doing. And and like you said, our slate. I love that saying. There's our slate. No one's saying it's just my slate. And I appreciate you for saying that.
8: Thank you for having us.
0: Juan's still there? Yes, I'm soon. Okay. And, th- and thank you from Jamie Haynes, too. Thank you for coming on. I appreciate all your, your answers. Thank you.
1: I look forward to seeing you gentlemen and ladies out there in New York pretty soon.
0: All thank right.
8: Thank you. Thank you, Dave. Yeah, thanks for having us on.
2: Have a good weekend. Take care, gentlemen.
4: Have a good weekend. Right. Thank you. Right.
2: So there you have it. You have Juan Campos that I had a little bit of doubt of, and he opened up my... Uh, my way of thinking now because he opened
4: up your mind because
2: I didn't know who Juan Campbell was, and I really wanted to know you got to meet him. I didn't I did, get to meet him, and uh, by him answering these questions the way he was answering them, he means for the membership. Oh, yeah, and you know, and that, I love the part, fact that you know, you
0: look, look starched. Right well, you know, I, I am,
4: and Hector's <laughs> accused me of, me of it before. I, you know, when I spoke to him the first time, I could already see he was a real individual, you know, and at the time. You know, I, I didn't even know what was going on with the international, who was running, what slates were going in. And this was just an educational conference that we all had, and I got to hear him speak. And I said, wow, this guy's a real dude, you know? And uh, as time went on, we found out that he's running on, he was accepted by, by Fred and Sean, and he would be wa- running with them as a vice president at large. And and I was I was I, excited about I, it. I was at the
0: same educa- educational conference, conference that you went at, to, yeah. yes. Okay.
4: And uh, I even got—I made him
2: take a picture with me. D- Dave, <laughs> Dave is kind of quiet. I'm, I'm wondering Carl, about him. Uh, did you did you get your answer?
6: I I, I did get answers. It, it was it was it was good to see that he wasn't trying to avoid any questions, duck any questions. It, it was good to hear. You know, he's not going to let the people that are at the head of the slate take charge and and do it their way. He's going to. He's gonna chuckle. do. He's gonna do his best to have his voice heard. Yeah. Well, he's, forget about
0: all that. Your wife, your wife did her thing with this fool, man. Oh my, oh my God, good <laughs> She is my Dude. wife, not yours. Dude. You have Joan Lane. <laughs> So maybe uh, she I mean,
4: Jamie you. was asking me if she has a sister because that <laughs> con gandule, that rice and peas was unbelievable. Right. I can't promise she's going to cook that uh, way. Hector got mad this, at us because me and Jamie started out. eating during this.
2: Is, this is the what the heck show. This is not a cooking show. We're sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We're sorry. <laughs> All right. So sit, sit well, back and we, relax. We you always could, talk let, listen. about the whole No, school, the problem man. is this, that you eat and join the fucking And then I'm fucking looking at you eating so it's making me more hungry. Yeah, me too. And then and then you're talking like (laughs) You like
5: you know what I would like to say, and that's it's actually a very beautiful thing that Juan said. He's like that people of Hispanic and people of color, and I have a green card, and sometimes we think we need to work double hard. Yeah. That is a beautiful thing because we're part of a union we don't have to work double anything we don't have to be we don't have to think we have to prove anything i came to this country nine years ago 10 years ago in uh in actually a few weeks we don't have to work double hard for anything we got this job we're in a union and we have the benefits of that union and that's a beautiful thing and you know what I, I love the fact that he's going to be in the IBT, and he's got that attitude.
4: Joe, I look at you, and I just want to kiss your face.
2: Wow. Wow.
0: wow. <laughs> well,
5: I, I, did, I did see a little kiss over there.
0: So.
2: Uh, I don't know. That's, this went a little well. If, uh, if that's not hey, a hey, homerish hey, time mem- <laughs> uh, moment. Hey, hey. Hey, i don't judge don't i hope not we're in 2020 now all so this you, shit, can't, you you mean, know me. he wants say be- the both you know the both uh, how you say it? i can't even say it right now you got a, <laughs> the, the best of both worlds you got a <laughs> beautiful go. wife at home and you wanna hey kiss sometimes kiss we want to have our cake and eat it too yeah, right? yeah. Who, 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 who's the top and who's the bottom with
3: we're arguing yeah, Jeez. so anyway,
2: so let me just keep you guys up to date. Who's coming on the show to the what the heck show? And like I said, we're going to continue reaching out to members that are running on the IBT and anybody that wants to run for local and wants to get on the on radio and let the members know why are you running for uh, executive to, you know, for the board or for the hall or for the IBT? You're more, in ha- you're, you're more than welcome to call 3474030705 and we'll set it up. On September 6th we're going to have John Palmer here on live just like Juan Campos and on September 20th actually it's a so surprising that Kimberly Stokes will be in New York and she'll be in our studio live. Wow. Uh, Kimberly Stokes is in, is right now a uh, she's regional, the- uh South, a a southern region regional uh, vice president uh, but she's not on the on the uh, Oz the, ticket. On the Oz ticket. Don't know why, but I guess that day we'll find, we'll out, find right? out. We'll yes, find out. We'll find out. But also, she's, she's also involved with the Team, Teamsters Women United page, which is, is heavy with all the women out there that are Teamsters that are uh, joining up now. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's she's got a She's got a Facebook page. She's got a newsletter. She's got everything, and she'll be live in the studio on September 20th. Now we have Christopher Silver. Uh Chris Silver yes uh, on the works right now we don't have a date for him yet but that's the guy that's he's running, running independent, independently for president, from president of President and he's from local 808 I believe yes, right in 808 Long uh very well respected and if you go on the Union Power Radio page you'll see his whole speech when he gave it on Labor Day I think it was yeah. Labor Day and he's saying why he wants to run for president but we're going to have him live here on the What the Heck show on Union Power Radio, sometime in the future, I just got to set up a date for yep. him. So we'll also we, uh, right we also called out to the Viagra say, uh, Brian, He's not going to come Vi- on Vi-erma. the show if you keep calling him Viagra. <laughs> it's okay. Viarma and Herrera. <laughs> Listen, Her- you got to have a thick skin. Yeah. yeah. If you're going to run this, lo- if you're going to run this union, you got to have a thick skin.
4: Absolutely. So you know, hey, are we going to start making up nicknames for everybody? Yes. <laughs> I got a
2: nickname for you, homo. <laughs> Oh,
4: wow. <laughs> wow. I'm not running.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, so anyway, uh, it, I reached out to him. He haven't reached out to me. He's got four ladies on his slate I reached out to. They haven't reached out. And that's where it, it comes down to It's Chris
4: Silvera, too. Silvera is his last name, not Silvera. Silver. Right. Yeah. So However, well,
0: well, well you gotta have a set of data side for say, Mr. Vinny Pavone too. Yeah, no, we already have Vinny
4: Pavone. He's on him. news.
2: Oh, uh he Wow He's
4: always on. I also wanted to make a correction uh from earlier. Um what was it that we said? With with Vinny. Uh, All right, so he, he's uh, gonna continue thinking. No, the agreement um. <laughs> the, gr- the agreement <laughs> the for Labor, Labor Day, Day, and for Day and Memorial Day was an MOU between eight oh four and Labor to help the Tuesday to Saturday drivers. This is the second year of it. It has nothing to do with the IBT.
6: Can we explain what an MOU is for people who may not? I'm assuming everybody who's on this show knows what an MOU is.
4: Yeah, it's a memorandum of understanding. Okay. You want me to read it? It's kind of long, but no, I can read no, it. No, I don't want you to read no, it. No. You can post <laughs> it though. <laughs> okay,
3: yeah. we'll post it on our snoring. page.
2: <laughs> so anyway, uh, so this show is for the members, by the members. So we want to bring everyone that's running for IBT into this, uh, into the show, and express yourself and then show tell the members what you're really gonna do for the IBT and with your slate, with our slate as don't uh, be Don't I'm
6: be afraid can. to answer questions.
2: No. And don't be afraid to call this place either. I mean, what the hell? We just what fucking What the heck? We're here. We we're, we're geeks at large, whatever. yo
4: yeah. you know? Listen,
2: I like Star Wars.
4: Hey. Remember Please. remember I have my I, I have my
0: own questions, so and I yeah. have my book. Well, you so. know you're going to bring your three notebooks. It, it, it might it might take
2: 3 uh 3 hours to ask the question, but you you'll, you'll get it. But anyway, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we got some new T-shirts. We're going to be taking pictures with it. We're
4: not taking money, just in case everybody's wondering. We got some new T-shirts for Union Power Radio made by a union shop. Okay. They're very well done T-shirts. I want to thank Hector for reaching out and getting these done. And also, we are making uh, kind of our own where we're bringing them to the membership that we, that that host, Carl Morial, will be the first to get one. The I hosted the What the Heck Show t-shirt. It's a very nice shirt. It's pretty cool. It's pretty new. Uh, we're going to try to get one an extra large for you.
2: Well, that time. one is is union made because I made it. Right. It's union That's made right. by uh, our by union I mean, man's hands. It's no. not a union shop. I mean, it's my house. Right, <laughs> It is a union shop. because Technically,
3: you live there. Yeah, I mean, you're exactly. union.
2: All right. So I, I did those shirts. Tur- so it is union made.
4: Right. But the other shirts are made in a union shop. Not the I uh, hosted the What the Heck Show. The Union Power Radio shows are official union made T-shirts. That's correct. And uh, we will be handing them out from time to time, depending on who does the show, guest of the show, host of the show, and we'll be looking forward to going to a home near you. But not no more. This out. is the last
2: one. Oh, I we we're doing one more. Hell no! Get the hell out of here. Oh. Yeah. Big, gonna, big, big shout out, out to, to Forsterville. House. We're it, going back to my house for one more. It, it might be. It might be though. <laughs> what the Anthony show, but it's definitely not going to be the <laughs> What the Heck show. <laughs> I'm done. Big, big I'm done until shou- next well, year. Big right. big shout out
0: cool. to Forsterville. Keep, keep up the good
4: work. Yep, yeah. Big shout out to uh, Times Plaza and all the other centers around the local doing their thing. Um, I also want to say I want to thank Hector for taking these long missions. <laughs> every, long time missions. Get, every time I get a member that wants to do the show, he'll, he'll make the effort and come out. And I know he gets a little antsy sometimes because the setup time can be difficult. Trying to get a good connection sometimes. We had some great shows this summer. Every summer, we try to do a couple of shows over the summer in barbecues where we get to come to the members' homes. And these are members that listen to us all year round. So we want to thank the, those well, members. Well, we're definitely coming back here. Yeah. We're going to get this chicken. Yeah.
0: I'm just <laughs> glad Jamie showed up to today's show. <laughs> mm. he, didn't have
2: to, he didn't have to call in. Listen, I'm, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you're right. Warning Shots letter. fired. Yep. Shots, Shots fired. fired. Hold up. Shots fired.
6: In Brooklyn and if you need, fire. if you need a new host,
2: if you, well, yeah, you know, we're looking for a new host. I'm signing up. <laughs> he's looking. already, he's already. He, Two it's out, said
4: two strikes. Two, no cold, no, no show. I, I don't,
2: I don't understand what what it is that you don't, you can't show up to your damn own show. I, I don't get it, yeah. but whatever.
0: No, no, I, I was told the show was canceled. Wow, wow. We have texts to prove otherwise, no, so that's proven no, dishonesty. No. There's always a paper trail. Dishonesty.
3: Uh huh.
2: He don't learn his lesson, <laughs> do <you>? he? <laughs> but anyway, this is the last of the uh, road trip of the what the heck show. Thank you, God. Oh. Mighty, thank you for having us here, Dave. Absolutely, and you know, Jamie's gonna put a little gas in your tank
4: next time. Let me tell you (laughs)
2: how expensive it is for me to come do shows like this. Out, no, I live all the way in Monroe, New York, all the way upstate. Which is an hour and forty minutes to get here. I gotta pay tolls. I gotta pay gas. I got a V eight, man. I got a fucking big truck that is a gas guzzler. I gotta pay for shirts. I gotta pay for time. I gotta pay for this. I gotta pay for that. I'll be a broke ass soon if you keep we keep doing road trips. So, uh, but you'll
4: love every minute of it, Hector. Listen,
2: I I I enjoy the fact that the members, you know, they they want to talk out and come to their house and have this spread here i can't wait to get off the air to eat man because yeah. you guys already enjoyed it you guys <laughs> it are, good too. whatever but <laughs> anyway the what the heck show is going nowhere <laughs> we want to invite anyone that's running for office or running for the ibt or attempts to run or i want to ask questions please call the what the heck show you have we have an email which is the what the heck show at aol.com we will get to your questions some people are pissed off you know who you are because some of the questions didn't get to but you know we have limited time that we have these candidates on the phone we can't keep them here all day i we wish i on could on. for the whole two yeah, hours we did that a we good are. job
4: with one couple so we got yeah, to hold well, questions we had you know we
2: had some questions and we answered the questions and you know certain people they they they, they actually sent uh... Uh, Email to me saying listen if you don't get to my questions, okay I'm not gonna act up, <laughs> but uh, we got to s- uh, most of the questions uh, and uh, Juan Campos actually, you know, he He uh, got me because uh, you know, I didn't know who he was what he's about and uh, I like the way he's thinking And that's what we need in the IBT uh, with the slate so uh,
4: I Especially like when he said I don't work for you
0: you know? No, he don't no. work for us. He he right. works for us. We don't work for right. him. Right, right, exactly. Right, right, right. Yeah. say so that again.
4: Say that again, Carl. How many?
0: Too many beers. And yeah, how
4: many Brooklyns you had? I don't he, know. I think I'm on number four, and one of these. It's Hawaiian so funny beers. that Dave He's got a Hawaiian beer. It's, it's so funny Big that Wave. that
2: Dave bought beers with each borough <laughs> you guys like and, and hawaiian he this thought i was hawaiian. from the bronx he bought me some bronx beer i was like yo come on <laughs> he brought you guys brooklyn beer where he brought you ireland bigger i did yeah, i did. actually so got guinness he so did. he brought a guinness he <laughs> brought
4: joe guinness so and then he got jamie some big bottles of poland spring water yes so he's good to go yeah
2: so i want to thank everyone for listening we had over 46 uh live listeners and uh, we're gonna continue doing this show. Listen, like I said last week, I don't give a fuck if I have one listener or a hundred listeners, this show is gonna go on no matter what. The what the heck show ain't going nowhere. Tony Rosario Tony Rosario, how they say it. Rosario Rosario, Rosario. And, and James Hooligan. Hooligan,
3: Hooligan. Now Hayes. Hooligan
2: Hooligan Hooligan? Hooligan Hooligan. Hooligan. Hooligan.
6: Hooligan. Again.
2: It's Holligan. Yeah. It's <laughs> Holligan. Who is hey, hey, My English is not very good looking. <laughs> anyway, so I want to thank Dave for having us here in Carl, his backyard. <laughs> Carl Moriali. Okay. Carl Morioli. are calling he, him Dave all
4: day. Yo, he hey, Dave.
2: I was calling you he Dave. He introduced
6: me correctly, but
2: after that, it went all went downhill from now. <laughs> And I didn't even have a beer. I know. <laughs> that's fucking crazy. I've been calling you Dave all fucking day. I, I've been trying to Sorry, Carl. You talking to it's all though. good. know Yo, Why good. you didn't I,
0: correct me? Been I, worse.
2: Don't don't correct the host. <laughs> you like Don't correct the host. But I'm, I'm calling you David. You're shaking your head. Yes. Yeah, like, fine. okay. I'm doing the right thing, right? Like, David has I, another I, question. I've been called Dave worse. Has another question. I've been called uh, worse You know what I'm fu- That's fucked up Listen Thank you
4: for everybody Who listened in today Thank you uh, Joe Doherty For stopping by as a guest Carl Morial Has been a gracious host With amazing food And great beer for us I, We always appreciate that Carl I want to I want to thank you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Holy shit. I want to
4: thank Carl. I want to thank uh, Jamie Haynes for finally making it to the damn show today. He showed up today. You know, big deal there. With the uh, notebook. You know, and you know what? You're paying for Hector's gas to go home. Yeah, I don't okay. want to hear it. I mean, if he could give the company money for gas. Yeah, exactly. He can give exactly. you money for
2: gas. Exactly. <laughs> so there it is.
4: And thank you to all our listeners that were listening today, all uh, 50 of you, 46 of you, whatever there was. And I want to say, as always, you can catch us on Spotify, iTunes, Potomatic.com, and Google. And Google, what? what Google, is Google Play? Google Play. What
0: was that? Thank you, Juan Great talk, right away. Thank you to Juan Campos, and thank you to John Palmer for calling in today answering, and, and taking and Juan, our questions and, and answering our questions. And Juan Campos' is, uh, campaign
4: manager, the feeder driver from Local 705. Dave, Dave. thank you guys all so much, Juan Campos big supporter we will be rooting for you and the slate thank you guys all so much for listening as always stay united solidarity and we're here to put the you back in union
2: that's right if you missed out on the beginning of the show the show will be on show real on the mixler you must register to listen to the show on show real and during the week i'll be on vacation next week so i'll put the podcast on around monday or tuesday that everyone can listen to and remember we all are one. One goal. One union, great, one great, There you go. All right, guys. Peace out, my brothers and sisters. Into next show on September 6th with John Palmer. Thank you, and have a good weekend.
0: Power Radio, every other Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, with your hosts, Tony Rosario and Jamie Hayes.
2: Union Power Radio, every other Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, with your hosts, Tony Rosario.